2: And even when you find people that don't believe you or that are diminish your, your story, you just got to go out there and find your people that really going to help you out, especially somebody that has struggled with it, to give you the tools and resources. For me, it was mostly music. I rely a lot on music and journaling has been a huge part of my mental health. And I, it wasn't until I started loving myself a couple of years ago that my life truly changed and I was yeah. able to get rid of the guilt and sh- shame and responsibility that didn't belong to me.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. We are getting off the Bruce train, and we are getting on to a fiesta, maybe? A little (laughs) bit of Spanish, a little bit of fun. Francie is joining me today. She is a musician and loves talking about her roots, and I'm excited to have you on here. How are you doing, ma'am?
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. Yeah. Tell me a little
0: bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so I grew up in Puerto Rico, and I lived with my family, and then as a teenager, I moved to the United States, and then ended up in Kansas. So now I've been in Kansas for 17 years.
0: So how did you end up in Kansas?
2: <laughs> Long story short, as a teenager, I thought that I knew better than anybody. Sure, so we all do. I was done. Yep, I was done with my mom. She's almost perfect, but that almost is in caps. Okay. And then I was like, oh, let me give my biological father. Chance, it was, it comes out that I was with the perfect parent. So that didn't work out, but he got a promotion in Kansas and I just ended up here because of the post office. So I'm a male lady during the day and a podcaster at night.
0: Nice. That's <laughs> right. Growing up, how long were you in Puerto Rico? When did you move away?
2: It was, my childhood was between New, Brooklyn, New York and Puerto Rico. And that was like for the first 15 years of my life. So I was back and forth. And then at 15, I moved to Maryland.
0: What kind of music was in the house when you were younger?
2: It's so funny because I thought that I was Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Because my mom raised me with rancheras, Marcantonio Solis, Los Temerarios, and even some Colombian music, which is from Carlos Vives. So it's like a lot of different rhythm. So I love that, the different cultures.
0: Mm -hmm. Did you, was there other kind of music besides just Spanish and Mexican music? Did you? Okay. What kind?
2: As a teenager, then I was more into the 90s. So it was like Backstreet Boys. And because my first language is Spanish, I used to get the the cassette (laughs) and and translate their songs. So I knew what I was singing. So it was Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Celine Dion, all the pink. I mean, I still love pink.
0: (laughs) I'm a little bit sad. We had tickets to see pink here in dallas it turned out that my my wife booked a trip at the same time we were going so we ended up having to we're going to skip the show yeah i was really looking forward to seeing them because i i figure it's going to be an extravaganza it was just going to be a lot of fun yeah
2: for me she has been one of the most inspiration in music between her and Kelly Clarkson, like I'm like, they write songs for me, <laughs> especially Pink because of her relationship and how everything, and now as a mom, it's like hashtag goals, the way that she is and the way that she's so creative in her music and puts so much feeling and emotions. Yeah, I'm all, all about Pink still to this day. <laughs> so
0: when you when you started growing up as a teenager, and you started loving all this different music. Do you remember your first concert you went to, a first live concert?
2: For the concerts has been funny because the concert has been in Christian music. Oh, so my okay. first one was at the beach for Samuel Hernandez, and oh my gosh, the experience—a concert at a beach—that's <laughs> <was> just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Why Christian music? I for my family just because they're mostly Christians, it was like a group that we went from church. But then mm-hmm. as a grown up, I think it is uh, something jam. I can't remember, but it's a big concert that goes around. Yeah, and it's mostly Christian music. And since I have turned my radio into Christian music, like it's more positive. Okay. Like I still need my salsa, merengue in Spanish, mm-hmm. and, and things that I can dance to. Yeah, But I got my warrior playlist and because I have 15 playlists on Spotify. But the most that I listen to is my warrior playlist and my give me life. So it's just for something positive in my life.
0: Is your faith important to you?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is did you always grow with that? Did you grow up with that strong of faith or is it something that's developed as you've gotten older and joined adulthood
2: for my family as yes. you're gonna believe or you're gonna believe there's yeah. no other choice <laughs> yes so then a teenager i have my rocky season yeah. of do i believe is it my beliefs or is it my family beliefs mm-hmm. yeah and definitely after getting out of my darkest days is for oh, yana yeah, no. i mm-hmm. definitely believe mm-hmm
0: did you mentioned that your faith has been there for you a lot during the darker days i often think that music is such a powerful tool in helping us it helps us mourn it helps us celebrate it helps us to heal it helps us to give strength do do you agree with that
2: yes A hundred percent. I can listen to a song and be like, oh my gosh, I was going exactly through this when I heard this song for the first time. And there's times where you listen to a song and you really don't listen. You hear the song, but you don't listen to the lyrics till you need to hear them and you're like oh my gosh i have heard this song a million times but here i am crying for the first time (laughs) like i actually listened to the words
1: hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds
2: Um,
0: when talk to me a little bit about your podcast, tell me a little bit about what that is.
2: Yeah. So it's life with Francie and I just like to talk about mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies. I just like to bring people in and share some tools and resources, mostly related to mental health.
0: Why? What led you to start doing this?
2: podcasting i've been in the podcasting world for six or seven years as a background listener okay and i have so many mentors on the podcasting world that have helped me that i i hope to be that for somebody else that is in their journey dealing with trauma or dealing with a mental health struggle so they don't feel alone okay
0: do you what was there a specific event that helped you go from being a listener to someone you thought you needed to share your story? Uh,
2: my friends were tired of <laughs> hearing me say, I'm going to have a podcast. They're like, can you just start it? And it was at the end of the year. And I was like, you know what? I have so much to say. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to hit record. And I, it was funny because it was December 28th. And I was like, oh, no, I should wait till January 1st to record. I was like, nah, like, this is it. Because I was already in a place that I'm ready to talk about my story and in hopes that it will help somebody else. So I'm like, yeah, I I need to get, you know, talk. And I love podcasting.
0: So talk about you said you had a story. Tell me a little bit. What, What specifically did you feel was important to share?
2: Suffering from having a PhD in abuse, thanks to my biological father. Mm. So that comes out a different level of messed up. Any type of abuse is messed up. But when it comes from a parent that is supposed to be your protector and your love, it, it comes with other things behind it. And it wasn't until I got my mental health evaluation that I was able to give myself grace and be ready to talk about it more in hopes to help other people
0: yeah I'm I'm curious about that because our parents are supposed to be our protectors our parents are supposed to be the shield that helps us learn how to cope and to be that nurturing force that it has to be traumatic when that's not happening tell me a little bit more about that
2: yeah, I suffer with self worth, self love, self care, self anything, vulnerability, because that was seen as weak, mm-hmm. anger issues, a lot of anger issues, and PTSD. Yeah, so yeah. a lot that comes from it. And it's hard to tr- talk and tr- trust other people. Just today, I had an interview and she was a betrayal coach. And Mm -hmm. she was just talking and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm listening to everything because it's the betrayal. It's always come back. And when it's a family member, it just takes it to a whole new level. Mm.
0: What are is have you learned some things over the years doing this podcast?
2: Yeah, that it's important to to tell your story. And even when you find people that don't believe you or that are diminish your your story, you just got to go out there and find your people that really going to help you out, especially somebody that has struggled with it, to give you the tools and resources. For me, it was mostly music. I rely a lot on music and journaling has been a huge part of my mental health. And I it wasn't until I started loving myself a couple of years ago that my life truly changed. And I was yeah. able to get rid of the guilt and sh- shame and responsibility that didn't belong to me.
0: Do you feel like you blamed yourself? If you had been better, you would have been treated better by your father?
2: There's a lot of guilt and there's a lot of shame involved because I have a brother too. So even though I understand that he was the father and he was the adult, that I shouldn't have those responsibilities with my brother, I have that still that I mm-hmm. have to work on because I shouldn't have those responsibilities. Sure. Yeah, there's some stuff that I, oh, I could have done better.
0: Do do you see a, what, are there things you see a lot of, that you feel that your lot of guests have in common and that if you had advice to give in general advice, what would be some of those things?
2: Yeah, for most of my guests and people that have confided their stories in me, they get to a point where it's like you don't see your worth your value that you're enough that somebody cares so you're like hit to the point that you want to hit the hen the end button but that's when you have to look up and be like okay this is rock bottom like we have to get better we have to ask for help and for me I started be- uh, doing survival kits I call them <laughs> For my mental health, since I have seven <laughs> mental health diagnoses, I try to have a system or routine to help me get through whatever it is, if it's a trigger because of trauma, or if it's actually because of a mental health diagnosis.
0: Francie, what are some of those triggers? What are those? some of those tools you use to help you to make sure you're on the right path?
2: So for anxiety, which is like the biggest one that I struggle with, it has been just to take a deep breath. It's just reminding yourself like you're okay, you're in the safe zone, uh, that you're not in the middle of war mentally, so you just... Take a minute to just breathe. When that doesn't work, you have to get your body moving. So it's walk it out. I love music, like I have mentioned before. So it's a dance party, even if it's by yourself. And because of my beliefs, a prayer, and at the end, of course, professional help if you can't get it. And then I realized that for depression, it's more of journaling and feeling the feelings and doing the words of affirmation to tell yourself that you're okay. So it just depends on the day and (laughs) the diagnosis.
0: Yeah, I want to get back to that in a minute. But I did want to ask you talk about moving to Kansas. Was that a big culture shock to you?
2: So from Puerto Rico to Maryland was insane.
0: Tell me a little bit about that.
2: Parties, the good time, and expensive life because Baltimore was like super expensive. So then my biological father says, it's time for Kansas. And I was like, where the heck is Kansas? Yeah. (laughs) so I got here and everybody kept asking me about Dorothy now I know who Dorothy is but at the time I didn't know who Dorothy was we're not in Kansas
0: anymore yes Uh and
2: I had my first introduction to country music so I was like where am I what is happening and then two decades later no matter where I go I'm like oh my gosh I gotta get back to Kansas I love how peaceful and quiet it is and it's perfect for family
0: Is that become home?
2: You can say. Yeah. (laughs) Part two, because Puerto Rico will always be my home.
0: Do you go visit often?
2: I try to go every other year because I have three family members, three sides of family members. And they're like from 50 to 150 family members, each side, like from my dad, my mom and my biological father.
0: Mm -hmm. So you mentioned Mail Lady Day, Podcaster at Night. Share me a little bit about that.
2: I have been with the post office for 17 years. I know the years. It looks like I just started in middle school. Yes, you did.
0: You did. You you must have started when you were 13. Absolutely.
2: Yes, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Absolutely. um, So I have put in my time and I love it. I love my customers as the mail lady, but I have changed jobs within the corporation five or six times. Mm -hmm. And so it's time to go. But because of the pay and the benefits, a girl got to do what a girl got to do.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> we podcast because we love it, not because it makes us rich.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely. not. I keep telling everybody, it says average three to five years. Yeah. And even then, you have to do different things to monetize because just the podcast alone is not going to be monetized.
0: And Francie, I love the idea, one of the things that I applaud you for, Is I get asked at times, what advice do you have for podcasters? And I always say, first off, make sure that you have a topic you love talking about. Make sure it's a broad enough topic that you're not going to run out of things to talk about. And also know that even if no one listens, you're still want to do the podcast. Secondly, go do it. Your first podcast is not going to be very good. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. And you know what? That's how you get better is by doing it.
2: Yep. It truly you got it is. Right.
0: Yeah, I then, think it. Go ahead.
2: It's been almost two years for me as a podcaster, and I have changed my intro and my outro at least three or four times. I finally found one that is like good to go now. And then the system have changed. I thought it was going to be a solo podcast, but it turned out that I bring in guests. It's so many things that you have to think about something that works for you.
0: Yeah, uh, I think so. And where do you find your guests?
2: Oh, my gosh. I love women in podcasting community and as well, Podmatch. I get my guests from Podmatch and woman in podcasting.
0: Okay. And what... Let's talk about your playlist. You mentioned you've got a warrior playlist. Tell me a little bit about that.
2: I it has a lot of Christian music. I think it's 10 North. I'm really bad with the name. That's okay. <laughs> but it's just uh, the warrior is like, depending on your beliefs, it's like when you're going to your darkest days and sure. you can't do it alone. You're like, bring me the right words, bring me the right music to tell me that I'm going to get through this and then give me life. is just a little bit more rhythm to it, but the same message of God got my back. Like I yeah. got this. I need that motivation, that momentum to stay.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And it's very easy to have faith when things are going poorly. And it's really important to understand that having our faith and believing and working to help others is just very important mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so what's next for you creatively what do you want to go to do next
2: oh right now i'm hoping i have my online store open again for journals and notebooks because i love writing anything that has to do with writing
0: <laughs> okay and is that what you want to do next
2: yeah focusing more on motivating people to journal, even mm-hmm. if it's with my journal or somebody else's journal or but just get through it because we have to detox for everything that we carry in our mind. I really am a huge advocate for journaling
0: do you do you think that's an important part of your journal this your self healing is to do this and work on that?
2: yes. Yes, Very it nice. has been a major part. And that's why I turned one of my uh, prompts that I use for years into a journal that is of the three things that are important to me, not your to do list is something that important to me. And sometimes it's just getting out of bed when depression comes. That's the main thing that is important to me is just to get out of bed. So things mm-hmm. like that, something that you're grateful for, something that you're proud of something that you dream of and something that you pray for that has been like my main setup for like validation and when I need a little bit of positive Mm -hmm. to look into positive things into my life
0: yeah I understand that that makes sense what haven't I asked you that I should have
2: oh man (laughs) you're gonna put me in the spot like that
0: just want to make sure I'm not skipping anything that's important (laughs)
2: <laughs> no i think you did pretty good i really enjoyed this conversation it was different
0: again oh thank you that's very sweet of you to say if someone wants to find you where's the best way tell me how to how they can reach you and how we can talk how they can talk about to hear the podcast and to find out other things about you
2: com is the easiest way and then you can find my podcast and my social media is mostly life with Frenzy podcast
0: Okay. Very nice. Any final thoughts before we get out of here?
2: Just thank you so much. And uh, yeah, to people to listen to music because music gives you life depending on the season of your life.
0: I I really do think that when so many ways and that's what my podcast is about the, the magic and the healing power of music. And so I am so glad that you were able to join me and share a little bit about your background and your love of music. And I think your work on the podcast is important because it's easy for people to be afraid to ask for help. And the reality mm-hmm. is we all need help at times, don't we?
2: Oh, yeah. I do not do this alone. I have uh, people behind me and, and it's all about asking. Yeah, you get a No. But look for that yes. Somebody's going to give you that yes. Somebody's going to open that door for you.
0: Yeah. One of the things I talk about at in my day gig, I run a call center, is I always remind my people, look for a way to say yes. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to look for a way to say no. But it's better and more healthy if you can look for a way to say Yes look for a way to see what you can do to help someone and uh mm-hmm. yeah i totally agree thank you francie this was wonderful guys check out her podcast uh francie's going to take an incomplete uh on the song thunder road uh the mary question she says next time she'll be ready <laughs> uh so we're going to give her an incomplete but she gets an a for being a fabulous guest so thank you francie thank you listeners remember to be kind be safe and we'll talk to you soon goodbye there we go another episode i'm about to go through a couple of things where you can reach me and give me feedback um so if you want to skip this i understand but I do hope you check it out every once in a while. I'm available on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. The show is available at Set Bruce. You can send me an email, setlustingBruce at gmail.com. You can send me a voicemail at 469 249 2442. I am currently doing a few other podcasts, Perfectly Good Podcast, John Hyatt from A to Z, where Sylvan Groth and I discuss every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. My Babylon 5 podcast is Last Best Hope for Conversation where Lou, Karen, and I discuss every episode of Babylon 5 in chronological order. I still am doing Next Stop Everywhere, the Doctor Who podcast with my brother in time, Charles Gaggs. And then finally, How Many Podcasts, the only podcast on the internet that counts where my buddies and I discuss pop culture. You can go to our Patreon page. And support the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can go to our Facebook page, like, and please, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And leave a five-star rating and review for all of the podcasts that I'm doing. It's okay if you don't listen to them. But if you subscribe and rate, it really will make my day better. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon.